The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The world we live in has become a crazy place. Poverty is at an all-time high in the wealthiest nation on earth. We keep calling on government to save us with new programs, and we now have more people using food stamps than any time in our history. Keep seeking the answer to poverty through government, and the problem will continue to get worse. The answer to poverty is in our homes, churches, and communities, not in Washington or any state's capital. The long-term success of our country will come through our children if we teach them perseverance, humility, honor, character, hope, and love. And love will lead to action. This is The Mickey Ellison Show. How we raise our children today will be our legacy for good or evil. Let's change the world. Now, here is Mickey Ellison. Hello and welcome to The Mickey Ellison Show. This is Mickey Ellison and I have a special guest with us today that I will introduce in a moment. But uh, before we uh, before we get going... I want to. Uh, I should actually change this to the Complete Fitness Radio Show instead of the Mickey Ellison Show because, frankly, I don't want that much attention on me because I'm not very cool anyway. But um, for those that that are in the Wichita or the Kansas area, South Central Kansas, Northern Oklahoma, I want to remind you that, uh, or actually tell you, that Complete Fitness Live will be happening on March 5th at Glen Park uh, Christian Church here in Wichita, Kansas, at seven o'clock. I think you will enjoy it. Um, if you want to learn more about it, you can go to MickeyEllison.com, and on the right-hand side, there's recommended sites where it says Complete Fitness Comes to Wichita. And if you click on that, it'll tell you more about the event. You can contact me, Mickey, at MickeyEllison.com to find out more. And there's also a link down there that uh, for those that, that feel as though they, they want to help us in in spreading the word of Complete Fitness and, and what we're trying to do to help combat uh, – obesity and debt, but more and more so trying to help people get on the road to what is truly complete fitness, and that's through Christ alone. Um, there's a place down there that says help support complete fitness. We want you to get something for that if you do decide to to help us out. Um, we have some t-shirts that were created for us by uh, the name of the company is is really interesting. It's called Faith First, and that's what we started when we when we first started doing Complete Fitness. So as we moved on Faith First. It has uh, God has actually helped us develop it and and has um, defined it as we've moved along. But you'll get to hear Tiffany Sweeley, who you, whom is jokingly the co-host of the show, although she hasn't been on in two or three weeks. You'll get to hear Tiffany sing, um, and you will be blessed by by that. And you'll also get to hear the story of how how Complete Fitness came about and, and what we plan to do going forward. Um, one thing that I like to do on this show is to bring folks on that uh, that, that give hope. Um, it, I've told my story, and I'm not going to bore you with it uh, over and over again. But, you know, th- throughout my life, I went through uh, trials and, and tribulations, not unlike most people listening to this show. But... We have a choice when we go through those. Um, we, we can dwell in the past, which I did a really good job of that for 
about 15 or 16 years. Um, you know, I found myself at, 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 I don't know, at least a hundred, almost a hundred pounds overweight. Um, so I sought, I sought happiness for a while through physical fitness. And dude, I love complete, I, I love going through the physical fitness part of it because that, that's just a mindset for being a former college athlete. Um, lost the weight. Also sought it through, through financial fitness. And, and again, these things are very important, but, uh, um, in 2008, I had just gone through what was – I was physically fit as I had been since I played college baseball. And financially, we had just come off of the, the year in which I had made the most money that I had ever made in my life. And with, within six months, I was on my knees to God because the events of 2008 and the, and the financial markets um, just left people devastated. And – it, it left me devastated at the same time because I didn't have an answer. And, and the road to complete fitness, which is the name of the book that you can, all, it, it will be one of those gifts that you can choose from if you decide to help us out, um, really started in 2009 in earnest. And, and that's when I finally got on my knees and I said, God, I can't do this. I cannot, uh, I don't know what to tell people that have just lost 40 and 50% of their assets in, in, in the stock market. I want to know the truth about the financial industry. And, and frankly, I prayed for a door out. And guys, just because you get on your knees and you start to follow God doesn't mean that he, it, he is listening. But answering those prayers comes in his time because he's preparing you for something greater if you will let him do that. Um, my guest today is Jessica Carrick. Jessica is, uh, she's going through some similar trials. And I think even in reading her story, um, and it is posted a shortened version of, of it on the, uh, on the website where you can read more about Jessica. But since you're listening, you might as well hear the story. But I think Jessica got to a similar point. Um, and, and what I want to do is, one, let her tell her story. Um, and, uh, and, and, I think there's many of you that are out there that have gone through similar things, but rather than letting that keep her down, she's used the. I, I, I firmly believe that we can use the tragedies, we can use the um, misfortunes, the mistakes that we've made to improve ourselves. We don't dwell in that past, but what we do is we learn from those mistakes so that we don't make those going forward. But more importantly, we are given the opportunity to help others that are going through similar circumstances. So, uh, hey, Jessica, I'd like to welcome you to the show. And, well, thank uh, let you. you. Um, thank for you. Those good morning. That, hey, for those that do not know, um, Jessica is also the sister of Katie Ersta, who has been on the show, and I'll let you get more to that. But Jessica's story is, is different than Katie's, although Katie's story, Jessica's a part of Katie's story. Um, <laughs> it, it is more... It, Let's just talk about the story. Um, okay. Jessica, why, why don't you just give us a, a quick rundown of, of what you've been through and wh- where you are today? Well, I'll tell you. Um, when I was 20 years old, I'm now 33. When I was 20 years old, I had found what I thought was the love of my life and moved out of state to be with this man. And shortly thereafter, found myself to be pregnant. Uh, with my oldest daughter. Uh, you know, I was living out of state. I had a very unhealthy, unsafe pregnancy with her. 
Um, luckily, today she's absolutely perfect. You would never know. Um, unfortunately, however, at the time, I was very, very ill. Uh, there was a lot of stress. We did decide to get married. Um, and I'll never forget my mom saying to me, please don't do this because you're pregnant. Please don't do this because you're pregnant. And I did it. Um, shortly after my daughter was born, we had made the decision to move back to Pittsburgh. Okay, and where um, were you? Where did you move? Where did you move to before? DC. DC. We were okay. right outside Washington DC. Okay. Uh, so for us, it was about a four and a half hour drive to get home, and I really missed my family. I really, really had a hard time being that far away from my family, especially at a tough time. So um, we moved back to Pittsburgh. We saved some money. We we bought a house in a great neighborhood in a nice school district, and I think to the outside world, our life seemed incredibly perfect. Um, unfortunately, my husband had taken a job that was paying good money, but it kept him away for weeks at a time. And over the course of about a year, he was gone more and more and more. And he came home one day just shy of my daughter's second birthday and said, I don't want to be married anymore. I want a divorce. And it was devastating. It was uh, did, did you did you see did was there any signs of seeing that coming or was it just almost out of the blue? It, well, there were signs. Um, he was, like I said, coming home less and less. But he was saying he was working more and more, but his paychecks certainly were not reflecting gotcha. that. So there were signs that there was something else going on, but um, you know there was never any proof of it. Mm-hmm. So he came home and he said that he wanted a, a divorce and it was utterly devastating. I didn't know where to turn, what to do, who to go to, uh, and it was just very shocking. Um, I remember sitting down with my family at one point and, and saying to them, I don't know where this road is going to take me. The only thing I ask is that I don't want anybody to, to talk poorly on her father because the bottom line is he is still her father and I don't want to be put in a position that I have to defend him. And, um, to this day, everybody still respects that. So essentially what ended up happening was, uh, we went through the court system and, and got the child support set and the custody all arranged. And he was, uh, taken, he had taken residence outside of Allegheny County. So I had primary custody of her, um, and at, at the time, for about a year, he was very good about visiting with her at his when he was to visit with her. And he was decent about making sure his, his child support payments were coming in. So about a year after he left, financially things were rocky but doable. Gotcha. Um, and after that year, everything, for whatever reason, for him just changed. He was seeing our daughter less and less. There was no child support coming in and, and financially everything really fell apart. So, uh, you know, prior to the time my daughter had turned two years old or four years old, excuse me, I was facing foreclosure. Uh, the vehicle that we had purchased right before he had left, um, he was not making the payments on and, and was repossessed and the credit card bills were just completely out of control. Yeah, and on um, that car was was that a car that that he had actually kept him himself? Yes, yes. He the creditors had, did, uh, the, the creditors didn't care that that uh, um, he had the car, right? They just wanted their money. Correct. They didn't care who it was right. coming from. Right, right. So, and even with the debts, 
um, a lot of the debt was solely in my name, but it was not debt that I had created. So I had credit cards that he was continuing to use well after we had separated, and and I was unfortunately financially responsible for that debt that that he had created. Gotcha. Uh, so it, it was it was bad <laughs> to say the least. So I, I was in a really yucky position where I had to make tough decisions as far as, well, do I pay the gas bill this month or do I pay the water bill? Do I pay the electric or do I make sure that I could pay daycare this month? Do I buy food? Or it was just a really difficult financial time um, at that point in my life. And I had a really hard time accepting and understanding what was going on. And I was very angry. I was sure. angry at anybody who ever gave me a reason to be angry. And I wanted to blame everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as, as I'm sure you can understand, I was very oh, angry I, at my ex-husband. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 could, I could understand <laughs> as, far as, as far as our debt goes for, for a long time. Um, and well, I've not experienced anything like what you're talking about. Okay. Cause we've, we've never, uh, you know, th- we didn't have to make a decision on whether we we're going to pay the, the electric bill or, or buy food. And fortunately during most of our, um, really big struggles, we didn't have kids yet. Um, now that, that being said, um, it, it wasn't, uh, it, I, but I understand the anger because at first you, you look at it and you go, we we created our debt. And I don't know if you know the story. Our debt came from from a, a failed business um, that uh, left us. Oh my heavens! It was strapped. But you know, I really didn't have anybody to uh, to blame for going into the debt because I spent the money. The fortunate part is I have a wife that is the most wonderful lady on the face of the planet. Because from day one we experienced this debt, and and it's never been. One where she's looked at me and, and blamed me, um, uh, although she had every right to. But yeah, you you get angry at those situations and you get mad at those people that maybe pushed you a little bit in a direction. But ultimately, my our problems were were self created. Now yours, on the other hand, weren't all self created, but your name was on on the uh, on the accounts, which meant yeah, you know, I know enough in the financial industry they don't care. No, Which they don't care. Comes from. And the thing that was very difficult, uh, in the county that I live in, there are numerous financial supports available to single mothers. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, in my position that I was in, I was unable to get any type of assistance because even though I was not receiving child support, I had to claim that as income. So, so you actually had to claim as income you over had to claim the, the limit. Income. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but you actually – I read that in, in your story. You actually right. have to claim child support as income even if you don't get it? Yes. When you are trying to get uh, any type of assistance through the county and the state, whether it was assistance with daycare or utilities or food, um, you have to say that, that you are receiving that money. It is considered part of your income. Uh, so it, it was – horribly challenging, uh, you know, because I was unable to get any help. And and that's one thing I really advocate for in Allegheny County is that money, the system is very broken in Allegheny Mm -hmm. County. There are people who 
who have learned to kind of bend the rules and, and get the assistance. And there's people like in this situation that I was in that were unable and, and still are unable to get anything. And, and that's really a difficult situation to be in as a single parent. Yeah. And I'm sure that that goes on at, at, at unbelievable, um, uh, throughout the nation. It's not just, it's just not Allegheny County, but, uh, right. uh unfortunately there have, You've got people like yourself who are trying to to follow rules who really do need help, right? But yet you can't. And I was working full time, um, you know, so it it wasn't like I was staying at home. I, you know, I did hold down a full time job, and in a lot of cases, I was working well over forty hours a week to try and make ends meet. Um, you know, but but that assistance was not made available to me and my daughter, and it was ultimately her that that you know, really struggled. And she never went without. And to this day, I'm sure she has no recollection of how tough times were. Um, you know, but it was very stressful as a parent in that position um, to be worried about where where our next meal was going to come from. And, and I'm very blessed because my family is so wonderful. <laughs> and they were always very helpful. So my mom would come over with groceries or or dinner, or we'd go over there, or um, somebody would, would pick my daughter up at daycare so that I could pick up a couple extra hours at work. And, you know, so my, I don't think that I would be where I'm at without the love and support that I had through those really tough years of my family, well, I, my parents yeah, and my sisters that, and brother. That's one of the reasons I actually have the, the piece in, in the introduction to the show that, um, you know, we have as a society allowed many of the, the things that we should be doing individually and as, as members of churches or whatever or not. We've let, left that up to government to have to do. Now, you know, it would be much simpler for a church of three or 400 members to be able to help out its membership and know who actually needs the help versus a federal government that's trying to figure out what's the equitable way to, of helping people that need help. And you're trying to do it for 300 million people. It, it's just no, there's no way, even with the best intentions, that people don't fall through the cracks. There, it's just no way. Right, right. Um, Jessica, we're, we're going to go to a break right now. I sure. um, want to remind the folks that uh, they're listening to the show. If you're close to, uh, to Wichita, um, anywhere in Kansas, we'd love to see you at the event. We do have video out there of our, our previous event um, that we just did in South Carolina. We hope you will take time to, to watch that. I don't have that one posted on the – I actually might have it posted on the website. I'll have to check that while we're at the break. But uh, more with Jessica Carrick when we get back, and, uh, and we hope you'll join us. See you then. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Dance Talk Radio has come to Voice America. Join host Tracy Marciniak and her celebrity guests every week for a show that takes you inside the world of dance. What's it like working with stars like Katy Perry and Taylor Swift? The experts share their stories and the -the behind-the-scenes secrets. Plus, inside tips to become a better dancer, instructor, or studio owner. Dance on over to the Voice America Variety Channel every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific for Dance Talk Radio. 
What if there was a radio show that could demonstrate how we can cut your taxes in half without diminishing needed government services? One that could explain how to create tens of millions of jobs at no cost to taxpayers, as well as fantastic yet easily affordable health care. Side effects include cutting crime rates nationwide, providing better education for our children, international peace and harmony, and protecting your private, personal data from government intrusion. Tune in to Libertarians Working for You with Arvind Vora, weekdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to mickey at mickeyellison.com. Like our show on Facebook. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show and all 12 of you that are listening to us right now. I'm glad you're there. <laughs> Um, but, but hopefully there will be a few more after, after uh, on demand, so we can at least get up to about 20. Um, <laughs> joking aside, um, uh, we I, I have really thought about changing what we're doing as, as far as the show is concerned to complete fitness because what, what I have managed to do, and by the grace of God, is, is to meet people who do have a love for God. Some of them are in the fitness industry. Some of them are, uh, are in youth sports. Some of them are in the financial industry, like uh, uh, David Simpson. Um, but the the message in, in, in the ministry of complete fitness, I believe, is something that is truly important. And I've got a good friend of mine, Will Tripp, that uh, back in December, I, I sat down and had breakfast with Will. And um, we were planning our, our next event in South Carolina, and I, I just looked over at Will. I said, "Will, dude, I have no idea what I'm doing." And uh, he, he, his words have kept me motivated for the last almost two months, and actually helped to define what complete fitness was because we defined it in the last last event. Um, but he he said he said this to me. He says, "Mickey, he says what you're doing." And what you guys are and we are doing with Complete Fitness is right. You're seeking to help people with no selfish ambition. And if you just keep moving, he's going to reveal to you what it is. And and, and he did. Uh, on, a, on a drive back from Colorado in, in uh, early January or mid-January, right a week before we were supposed to do the event, what uh, the definition of complete fitness was given to me and where we're going to go, what it's going to look like a year from now. I don't know. Um, are we going to be able to survive? Cause there is, there's actual uh, financial issues that come with, with doing the ministry. And it's not, I'm not sitting here as, as the preacher. I never ever want to be accused of becoming wealthy off of the backs of people that are helping support us. But uh, I do know that it costs money for us to do these things. So I, I ask of you to go to, to my site, MickeyEllison.com, and you can see how you can help uh, support Complete Fitness. Um, before we went to the break, uh, we were we were talking with Jessica Carrick. Welcome back, Jessica. Thank you. Um, and just to recap a little bit of, of, of her story, Jessica was uh, at 20 years old, was pregnant with her first child, um, moved out of state, 
to live with the father of the child. Eventually got married, uh, led to a led to a divorce, and also left you in in a situation where financially, um, it, you mentioned you, you mentioned the story about your daughter maybe not not recognizing or understanding the dire situation that you were in. Heck, I didn't remember that as a kid either because we never we never went missing for anything. But I do remember now going to the grocery store with my mom and she writing a check, knowing that that check wouldn't clear until she got paid on Friday. Right. That should have been my first time. We don't have a whole lot of money. <laughs> but, <laughs> we never heard for anything. So you know, um, the so, thing that's very interesting about that story, though, is that I think as children, um, you know, at least in in my case, is I am very fortunate that my daughter is so happy and healthy and well adjusted that she. I, I don't even think if you asked her to this day if she remembers how tough times were that she would have any recollection. I, you know, remembers she remembers that. laughing a lot and just having fun as a toddler. And, yeah, and not how from, how much yeah. macaroni and cheese that we ate, <laughs> you know, ramen noodles, As a three- or four-year-old, what's wrong with mac and cheese? That's what I wanted for lunch every nothing, day, right? Nothing at all. <laughs> and I'll still eat it to this day, and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich I'm going to eat, too. Yeah, yes, exactly, I, I, exactly. It's kind of a running joke that I work in the financial the financial industry, which, oh, my gosh, you want to talk about vanity. Um where, where people go uh, and, and they go to these, these fancy meetings and they'll take us to five-star restaurants and, and everybody's going, wow, look at what they've done for us. And my little simple redneck mind from South Carolina, I'm going, no, wait a second. If your investment is so good, why do you have to spend hundreds of dollars on a meal for me to come here, pay my plane ticket and all this other stuff, first of all, doesn't that cost money? Yeah. And who pays for that? <laughs> My clients pay for that. When in reality, if your investment was so good, I'd pay you to come look at it. <laughs> and but anyway, let's get back to your story because I want to, I want people to hear the the heart wrenching part of your story. But that's not the end of the story because there there there's hope at the end of the story. Absolutely. Um, you know, things were very dark for a long time, and when things were so dark, my family was really the strength the strength I had at that time. And to be 100% honest, I wasn't always very nice to them. You know, I, I think that um, when I look back, and, and I don't believe that this is only true in my case, but I think sometimes we show our family our worst instead of our best. Because we know we can, and there's unconditional forgiveness for the most part from family. Right. And, um, you know, but they were really the coaches that were there for me at the time. You can do this. Uh, you know, things are going to get better. And they were also very tough at times, too. Like, you need to pull it together. You know, you have a toddler who needs you, and, and you need to knock this off enough with the self-pity and et cetera, et cetera. So, um before my daughter, right before my daughter had turned four, I was in a situation that I knew I was going to lose my house. And, um, I, I had found an apartment that allowed me to stay in a really good school district, but it was a dump. I mean, it was just horrible, but it was all I could afford. And there was an option, of course, for me to move home with my mom and dad, but I did not feel that that was fair to them. And I didn't feel it was fair to my daughter either, uh, to, to move home. 
so we ended up moving into this apartment where the ceilings leaked all the time and the carpet was horribly disgusting and the power was always going out and, uh, you know, it was just this dirty, dingy place. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we called that home up until about four years ago, <laughs> to be really? honest with you, um, when, my, when my now husband and I bought our new house. So... In that position, the rent was where what I could afford. It allowed my daughter, when she started kindergarten, to go to what I feel is one of the best school districts in the area. Mm-hmm. And um, we tried very hard at that time to put one foot in front of the other and just move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I At the time, I think when I look back, I, I made some questionable decisions about some, some men that I dated and uh, some choices that that I made at the time. And, um, sure. you know, I think everybody can look back and certainly have regrets, but I was very, very lucky in the spring of 2009 to meet my husband. And um, he has been the biggest blessing I've ever had in my life. He is my best friend and there, I, I just absolutely love him to death. There's nothing I would not do for him. And the love that we share is just so unconditional, um, you know, and strong. And, and we've certainly been through our trials <laughs> over the, over the past six years that we've been together. Um, he has subsequently adopted my daughter. Um, her biological father signed his rights over to her and, and Nate adopted her. And um, our family has really come full circle in the last several years since that has happened. So you, you'd mentioned you mentioned in here in, in your deepest in, in time, and this this actually brings visuals back to me. And, and <laughs> funny you would say 2009 because that was the time frame that this was going on with with me. But you you, you do get to that point where where you're at at, at your lowest. You're mad. You're yes. angry. You're sad. And, and and you just feel completely helpless that there's right. nothing that that you can you can do and um, I, I found myself at the same breaking point where I like I said earlier on the show I literally got on my knees in my driveway because I would spend nights out in my driveway in the midst of the financial crisis going God how could you put me in this situation how could mm-hmm. you let me be Think that I know what I'm doing in financial planning, following all the all the gurus or whatever it might whatever it might be in this industry, only to you know I had the 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 certified financial planning marks. I had all these things that they said you're supposed to do, but yet the very people I cared about, the very which is my clients, were hurt. And so many times in this industry, I see people go, well, that's just part of the game. Well, dude, if that's just part of the game, that stinks. I don't want any part of that because, you know, I may not – I can't control whether the stock market goes up or down. I have no control of that. But, you know, I think in the same vein that we teach people to be, be happy and secure in their, in, in their fitness. And I'm not against – obviously, I'm not against trying to, to get in shape and, and, and do those sorts of things. Um, because I do it every day, I, like a like clockwork. Four thirty in the morning, I get up and I'm 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 got Sean T or somebody or Tony Horton in front of me every every day. But do I think that people can get in shape without Sean T or without uh, 
without uh, Tony Horton or Shalene or whoever else. Like, yeah, because the first eight years of me getting into shape had nothing to do with them. You know, there right. are people out there. The the lady that's that's going to be our, our, our fitness coach um, at our event, uh, a, a lady named Lauren Scaife, you know, she she knows multiple ways of getting fit. And her husband, Brian, oh, my gosh, that guy does stuff that just blows me away. It reminds me that he's 30-some years old, and I'm 43. Um, but, but, you know, we do teach people that you can seek happiness through, through physical fitness, but we also teach them to do it financially because I'm, uh, Jessica, about last week when, when, uh, David Simpson was on the show, I went out and, and I, I Google searched, um, uh, debt. I just hit Google search. I got 320 million hits or possible links that I could, I could go to or, Go to financial financial happiness. You know, there. If it was, if those books and things were actually working, you wouldn't need three hundred and twenty million of them. Right. If the physical fitness part were working, because you can find the same thing on, on physical fitness as well. But we teach people to seek security in financial in the financial world. I hate to break it to you, it doesn't exist. You know, because, look, you could be out there and, and, and be in the greatest physical shape of your life. And I was in 2008. I'm, I'm, I'm maybe a little better shape today than I was then. But the reality is I can get in my car and go home from this office today, have an accident, and be paralyzed from the neck down. And that same accident could take and create millions of dollars worth of uh, of. of bills that I can't pay and suddenly I'm neither financially or physically fit. And if that's the end all be all, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Right. And but anyway, let's go back to, to your story. So um you 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 mentioned um that you talked a lot about about the trials and, and let's start from at that point where you did the same thing I did. You threw your hands up and you said, yep. God, I can't do this. Right, right, and and that was um, late winter, probably in in two thousand and nine, and that's been about the second or third time that I've thrown my hands up in the air and said I just can't do this, and um, you know I I received uh, after a lot of prayer the great blessing of of meeting Nate, and we incidentally did meet online. And uh, found out that we only lived a, a street apart. So after several weeks of talking and, and texting on the phone, we we decided to meet in person. And I would say probably within a few dates that that we were pretty hooked on each other. And and um, I knew that I wanted to introduce him to my daughter. And um, it's been a fairy tale ever since. You know, I, I remember the day, the evening of our first date, I had an appointment to get my hair done and, and they were running very late. And the lady who, who did my hair said, well, I'll tell you what, in five years, if he is still sending you flowers and leaving you love notes, you can you call me and I'll do your hair for free. And I'll be darned if five years later, he isn't still sending me flowers for no reason and leaving me. Love notes. <laughs> hey, well, did you get your hair done for free? <laughs> No, she isn't at the, at a local salon anymore, so no, but, but that's okay. That's okay. But I, I had really come to a point that I was like, I'm, I'm sick of these dead-end relationships. I'm, 
I, I just, I cannot do this anymore. I need to refocus and, and redirect my strengths and, and my energies. And, and I asked God for help. And um, there were a lot of tears and a, and a lot of crying and a, and a lot of prayers and, and, and some anger still at this time, I think. And, um, you know, but God really did answer my prayers when he sent me Nate. And I think Nate really rescued me from from myself. You know, it's scary to me to think of where I might have have Nate. I mean, he is my rock. So yeah, well, and um, I think sometimes God God refines us in, in in those prayers because many times I did the same thing. I, I pray that God, I would do whatever you ask me to do. I would do. I tried to make all of these deals, and you know, there were still little aspects of my life where, um, you know, maybe my motives, even though I thought they were pure. They weren't completely pure. Um, the 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 start of complete fitness um, when we got to doing that um, that was that was kind of the moment. That was oh my gosh, five years of prayer, the last uh, two years of me actually seeking truly seeking God and, and seeking his, his guidance and everything. And we've tr- we've done everything that we can possibly do with, that I know of as of now to purify. Our, our motives with complete fitness because you know what people are going to knock us. What I run into people on, you, you know, a little bit about the dollar a day program. And we, yeah. we have seen mir- uh, We saw a minor miracle two weeks ago on this thing where um, David Simpson, who was on the show last week, he, he and his wife decided that they would do a full year all at one time. And normally you, you can't say no to that, but the beauty of people doing it once a month is it compounds, right? And, uh, but, but I had to reply, you know, if you feel this is what God is leading you to do, then that's what you should do. And we send the money directly to the person that we're helping. Each individual does that. We, we at complete fitness, don't take it in. We don't touch it. And the very next day while I'm doing the show, um, with David, I get a text from, from Rhonda Hightower, who is one of my best friends from high school that says, you're not going to believe what just happened. She says, you posted that on the $365 that the, one, the one-time gift that these people were doing, and the person we're helping this month, she said her name, but the person we're helping this month just finished her taxes, and you're not going to believe how much she owes of which she wouldn't have without the $365. I said, well, how much is it? Jessica, it was 362 Oh, my goodness. And that was totally separate from the dollar a day that the folks were giving. And, you know, there, there's so many people that will question motives. You know, first of all, if you're questioning our motives on, on, on any of it, maybe you need to question your own. Because, uh, and, and on top of that, um, if you're, uh, well, actually, we have more that I can get to at the end of this, at the, over, over the break. I um, want to remind folks, uh, I'm going, coming to an abrupt end right here because the clock's going to kick us off. But um, I want to remind you, if you're anywhere close to Wichita, please uh, join us on March 5th at Glenwood, uh, or Glen Park, uh, Glenwood, I always, Glen Park Christian Church at 7 o'clock. You'll get to hear, see us live. If you wonder what it's about, go and, and, and watch the videos that are out there and, and find out more about it. In fact, I'm looking at it. There is a video right on the first page of uh, MickeyEllison.com. So, folks, we hope you're enjoying the show. Jessica Carrick is with us, and we'll hear more about her story, and we'll hear the positive end of why you keep moving. See you in a minute.
stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Women can live their lives to the fullest and realize their dreams for growth and greatness. Georgine Summers knows. As host of On the Edge, Georgine will give you powerful tools and rules to help you change direction in your life and get rid of the fears that stop you from living your dreams. Stretch your boundaries and become the amazing person you've always wanted to be. On the Edge with Georgine Summers airs live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to A Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to mickey at mickeyellison.com. Like our show on Facebook. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Mickey Ellison Show. My guest today is Jessica Carrick. But I do have one question for Justin sitting over there. Does that phone actually work? Does it, I wonder if anybody actually calls into, into the show. You know, I, actually, I think most of our listeners come on demand in iTunes, and if you call the show at that point in time, you won't get me anyway. Um, <laughs> but if you do want to, want to correspond with me, my I, I do answer all the emails that get sent to me at Mickey at MickeyEllison.com. Um, liking the show on Facebook at least lets me know that you're out there. Um, and uh, it helps us spread the message. The blessing of this show is, is it did – uh, reintroduced me to, to Michael Gowan and, it, and it, 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 it reconnected myself and Tiffany Sweeley and, and there is no complete fitness if it wasn't for those two being willing to uh, um, see the vision as well and, and Tiffany especially has been um, extremely important in moving forward and we've had, you know, at, over time we will let you know some of the more detailed um, discussions that we've had and, and the enormity of what what we could be working on in, in a society today where we've lost a sense of community. We've lost the sense of, of just helping our friends for just the, for the heck of it, where, where you watch somebody's dog instead of making them send their dog to, to, for $250 a week to doggy daycare. You just fed them. Um, but, but that community is something we're missing today. And we, we see spurts in places like uh, 
uh, Ferguson, Missouri, and in places like uh, uh, Berkeley, California, where there is an anger, there is a fear, there is a desperation that is boiling out there. And um, for those that don't understand, our, our financial world does teeter. And it's built on something that I think will ultimately fail, which is debt. And debt is the scourge of the earth. It is something that I hope that we can help people eliminate, um, working one-on-one with them as well as um, folks willing to do a dollar a day. People that are willing to give to someone else with no selfish ambition, not expecting anything in return except to know that that person can now move forward and, and, and live a better life and has the pot, the ability to help others. And I am extremely excited about the young lady that, that we're helping right now because I know her heart, and I know what she wants to do once she is out of the financial um, straits that she is in. But uh, we could talk about I, – I could talk about that forever. But uh, important today is that you hear you, – you've heard the story. In the, if you've missed it and you're just tuning in, go back and listen to it on demand. You can hear Jessica's – entire story which i don't think we could tell an entire story in our show but um you know you went through all these trials tell me about you started to give us a hint of your life now tell us about your life now oh my gosh it's wonderful <laughs> it's absolutely wonderful uh nate was able to legally adopt jules going on two years ago um, and that adoption was final right after the birth of our son. So we had a lot to celebrate two years ago. And then for almost four months ago, we had our, our second child together, uh, a little girl. And, and both of them are happy and healthy. And, and both of those pregnancies were zero stress and perfect. <laughs> Not as unlike when I was with Joel. So, um, you know, the thing is, is I certainly am not going to claim to be a perfect wife. I'm not going to claim to be a perfect mother or, or daughter or, or sister in any way, shape or form. But, um, you know, Nate and I have certainly been through our trials in a la- over the last several years. And, and I personally believe that every single trial that we've been through has made us stronger as a couple. There you go, um, and, and you, you know, got the you, you got the opportunity. You mentioned earlier in the in the show about your family coming to help you. You got the opportunity right. to repay that not too long ago. Right. Um, last year was a very difficult time for my family. Um, a, a year ago, we had found out that my sister Katie uh, was about to embark on on the biggest fight of her life, and and when she was diagnosed with cancer. And I am so happy to say that she is in, in remission. And I've never in my life seen strength um, like I saw when, when she was going through her treatments and, and the love that, that her and her husband, Mike, have for each other um, is really very inspirational to anybody. And, and it's been very amazing to me to watch how my sister has grown in the past year, um, she never let her diagnosis get her down. I mean, she really stayed very positive. She stayed extremely healthy. She listened to the doctors. She did what, what they told her to do. And, um, you know, I think everybody who knows her is just incredibly blessed to have her oh, in, absolutely. in their life. You know, she, I, she really is a blessing. She has been a she's been a blessing to to the show. She actually her her first appearance on the show uh, was probably 
the show that I've gotten the most reaction out of um, from from folks that were listening to it. And, and you know, when I look back at the timing of, of when she came on, I mean, she was she was in the middle of that fight, and, right. and so so much so that it, it got enough reaction where she was kind enough to come on to a local show um, one afternoon, and people got to hear hear her story. And um, you know, her story isn't over. Um, right, the, it is the, not. Her and, story. And she has been nominated for Woman of the Year. She is doing phenomenal work for the um, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And, um, you know, she, uh, her, I mean, her story is just so incredible. And, um, but it, it was very challenging, you know, to be her older sister and to have to go through that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when you're the oldest of, of four, you tend to have this protective, nurturing nature. Um, and, and you want to fix things and you want to make them better. And, and I couldn't take that away from her. Uh-huh. Um, and I could only support her in, in the ways that, that I knew how. And, um, you know, I like to think that I, <laughs> I, made, I made a difference for her, and, and I'm sure that I did. And, uh, you know, but it's, it's been absolutely wonderful to watch her grow and change as a person. Yeah, you know, and, and, and the yeah, and, perspective that she has on life now. She she is a perfect example of, of what what I talked about earlier in the show of of if everything that you have is 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 pushed in one direction. And for her, I mean, she was a Beachbody coach before, right? Mm-hmm. And, before her and, diagnosis, yeah. Before her diagnosis, but yet she she didn't know she was about to find out what her real why is as to why right. she is doing what she is doing because right. um, she's going to be able to, she will help people with or without Beachbody. Um, right. and exactly. Absolutely. And, and that's, I think that over the course of the past year that has really come to her. And I think that she is very clear now on, on what she feels is her way to bless other people and the way that she feels that people have blessed her and she wants to, to give that back right. to other people. And, and she does an amazing job. I mean, she really does. It's not just about beach body at all. I mean, her and Mike are incredibly generous people. You know, my kids are so lucky to have them as an aunt and uncle. And I, I you know, my husband and I are lucky to, to have them as, as sister and brother-in-law and, um, y- you know, they're, they're an incredible family that has been through an incredible journey over the past year and, um, and, and stories like, like Katie's are, 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 are stories that can help people. But I also think stories like your own are stories mm-hmm. that really help people because what you went through, not every one of us is going to have to experience, experience cancer. We can look at that and be amazed. I can only empathize. I don't know what it was like for her to go through right. what, it, what she went through, but the, your story also hits home too, because there's plenty of young ladies out there that have made mistakes. They may be in the middle of having made the same mistakes that you did years right. ago when you're when you were 20 years old. But to know that that you can get through this, you know, it's not going to be easy. You you and I were in the same boat where we're. I'm sure as you were pray, praying those prayers, you're going, God, where are you? When are you going to answer these things? I'm trying to do everything you ask me to do. And, and you do go through that, that time where, where you're angry. I mean, heck, I'll be honest. I was angry at God. I had no right to be angry at God, but I was. Yeah, right. And, Absolutely. And, uh, and, and I, I was the same way. I was just, I was so angry at him. I kept thinking, well, why me? Why me? And why is this happening? And, you know, everybody else's life is perfect. And, and you know, mine isn't. And, you know, and 
it, it was dark for me for a very long time, you know, and, and it, it was hard for me when I had to leave, you know, my little house and move into to that apartment, um, you know, but all of a sudden when, when Nate came into my life, everything that had seemed so dark was suddenly so bright. Okay, well, it's not yeah. so bad. You know, yeah, it's funny. It's funny. Oh, I have uh, the YouVersion app on, on or YouVerse app on my, my phone, which is a Bible app, and it gives you a verse of the day and each and every day. And, and it's amazing how many times I think God speaks directly through this. Sometimes I wish He would just talk to me, but uh, He had none of it. But uh, uh, today's verse of the day was "Wait for the Lord." It's Psalms twenty-seven, fourteen. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. And and, and despite your your anger, you really didn't have a choice but to wait for the Lord, right? Or you could right. try to go and, do and it on your does. own. Right, right. You could go try to do it on your own. I tried that one several times, and I usually wind up right back where I was trying to asking God for help. Um, and, you know, I, I think it, it is very difficult for people who are not believers in God to understand what we're talking about. But, um, you know, your friends, your family um, – Jobs, all these things fluctuate. They they fluctuate in, 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 in their response to you, but the one there's one thing that is constant, and that is God. And despite, you know, think about it. He created the entire world. He don't need me and you. He doesn't need us, but the beauty of it is he wants us. And he wants us, you know, the, the message of complete fitness. You don't, do I not? think that God could get that message out without me? I mean, heck, I've screwed up so many things. I think he lets me go up there and say, hey, look, this this guy has done all these things, so you you might actually be able to do that as, as, as well. God can use you. But it does remind me of Scripture where God used flawed people. David was not a perfect person. He committed murder and adultery, but yet God used him to be the bloodline that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will come through. Um, Jessica, we're getting close to the end of the end of the show, so we've got about two mm-hmm. minutes left. Is there anything um, that you want to leave the listeners with in, in these next couple of minutes? Yes, I do. I would like to say I've been through those dark times. It's really hard when you're a single parent. Um, uh, there's a lot of sleepless nights. There's a lot of dark days, and there's times that, that you just, refuse to see the light at the end of the tunnel, but I promise have some, pa- have some faith and, and some patience and, and, and let God work for you and, and your prayers too will be answered. Maybe not in the way that you want them to be, but in the, in the way that God intends them to be. And, and, you know, and, and find friends that, that share a, a, a similar belief in God that right. you do, because my verse of the day yesterday was from Matthew 18, uh, 20. And it says, for where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I with them. And the, it, it does it does help to have people that that are, are pushing your side. You know, the, the beauty of what some of the fitness coaches do is they push people beyond what they thought they could do. And they say, you know, you just keep moving. Just like Will said in our in our breakfast meeting, just keep moving. We are at the end of the show. We've got 30 seconds left, so I want to remind um, you guys that are listening to the show, if you want to help us out with Complete Fitness, please visit MickeyEllison.com and click on the, the, the right-hand side where it says Help Support Complete Fitness. Um, if you're in Wichita or anywhere near the Wichita area, please come see us on March 5th at uh, Glenwood or Glen Park. 
Christian Church at 7, 7 p.m. Jessica Carrick, thank you so much for coming on the show this week, and uh, hope the rest of you guys will join us next week. See you then. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us on the Mickey Ellison Show. Mickey plans to be here again next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We hope you'll be here, too.